0: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: From DC Radio, this is Wit and & Reason, and I'm Dr. Alexis. Do you have any youth in your life, maybe ages 5 to 18? Some youth that uh, need some stuff to do after school, keep them busy, maybe they need help with their homework. Well, listen in on today's show because we have the amazing Gabrielle Webster, president and CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington. And Asha, who is a member of the Jellif Boys and Girls Club in Washington, D.C., and who's also a youth ambassador. So, listen in about their experiences and how great the Boys and Girls Club are for them and, and their experiences. So, just so you get a little more familiar with it, the Boys and Girls Club have after-school programs, and some clubs even have weekend programs where they focus on five key elements for positive youth development. Again, that's 5 to 18 years old. They're going to work with your youth in a safe and positive environment. They're going to make sure they're having some fun. They're going to help them develop some supportive relationships, some opportunities, and learn how to meet and manage adult expectations and give them some well-deserved recognition. So listen in as we have a wonderful talk with Gabrielle and Asha. listening to Wit and Reason. I'm Dr. Alexis Moreno, and I am here with Gabrielle Webster, President and CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington. Hello. Hi, how are you? Great. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for having us. And we are also very privileged to have the amazing Asha, who is a member of the Jellif Boys and Girls Clubs Washington, D.C. Yes. (laughs) um, And also a youth ambassador. Yes, ma'am. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Okay. So, Gabrielle, let's let's go ahead and start with you. What got you involved with uh, the Boys and Girls Clubs of uh, Greater Washington?
0: Sure. I have been working in nonprofit in Washington for about the last 12 years when the opportunity to uh, to lead the Boys and Girls Clubs here in Greater Washington um, became available. And this was something that I just knew that I, I had to get this yeah. job. Because um, as a daughter of educators, I knew the importance of working with our youth. And the youth in this city um, really deserve um, a great after-school program. One in four youth in this city live in poverty. Mm -hmm. um, And the clubs provide a great place uh, for them to come for enrichment and programming after school. It's a safe place. Mm -hmm. And uh, just really getting the opportunity to be a part of this was just very important. So I've been there almost three years now.
2: That's amazing. And you've you've worked for other nonprofits Uh as well. And so what was it exactly about the Boys and Girls Club that that drew you toward it? Is it because
0: it's, yeah. it's a youth-provided service in the community? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fall in love with these young people. They are absolutely extraordinary um, young people. And we work with kids from 5 to 18, school-age children. And all you have to do is meet one or two to understand that they're um, – their zest for life, the dreams that they have, the things that they want to do and explore when they grow up, to be able to um, work with them as they're going through this process, is um, it's a gift. Right. And um, to really be able to influence that. All of our programming focuses on academic success character and leadership and healthy lifestyles. And so we develop our programs to ensure that the youth have fun so that they come back three or four or five days a week, because that gives us the opportunity to really work with them. Our goal is to really develop a plan for each one of them when they finish high school. And whether they go into college or the military or trade school, whatever that is, we want them to have a well-thought-out and developed plan.
2: That's that's amazing. And Asha, what brought you to the Boys and Girls Club? Uh, When I was in fourth
1: grade, the school was charging maybe $150 for after-school programs, and my mom didn't work in Mm D.C., so she was looking for a free after-school program, and Mm -hmm. um, Jellis, the Boys and Girls Club that I go to, picked up from the school and took us there, and she could pick me up around 7, 8 o'clock whenever Mm -hmm. she got off of work, so it was just a really... It was a convenient space and a really just a nice a nice place to be.
2: Wow, and they even provide transportation from your mm-hmm. school over there. Yep. Um, they do that for a, de- a bunch of different schools in, in DC. Okay, that's amazing. And so what was the process like for you starting at the boys and and Girls clubs?
1: I was an extremely socially awkward fourth grader. Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right. I did a lot of I did a lot of reading. Yeah. I was very very to myself, uh-huh. and I think as I started to go more and I started to interact with people my age and just kind of be around like incredible mentors, I was able to break out of my shell yeah. a lot. Like I I think I there's been a lot of growth since the little girl who was a
2: little bit yeah. afraid to talk to anybody. Oh man, that's. That's awesome. And so you mentioned that you have you have mentors there. Yes. At the clubs. Would you say, like, one main mentor or, like, everyone ends up kind of being your mentor? All the adults there? Yeah. Has I to think kind of work out for The you? staff has changed a lot. It, you know, staff comes and goes. Yeah.
1: But I think there's always you can always find someone who you can trust and who you can talk to. Um, When I was in middle school, it was my musical director. We had a, I did a musical when I was in sixth grade and my director was really, she was a really great mentor for me. She kind of helped me to figure out where I wanted to go and Mm -hmm. how my performance was important in school and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was in elementary school, we had an art teacher who was really important to me. So it's about kind of finding who's there Mm -hmm. because they're all amazing people there.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's so that's so amazing to hear you say as as a a young person in our community, yeah. make, having that positive comment about the adults in your life. And so Gabrielle, is that something that's important to you? The the type of I'm guessing like
0: volunteers and staff that you bring on to work with the youth? Absolutely, we have um, a wonderful um, group of youth development professionals, Mm -hmm. uh, people that dedicate their lives to ensuring that our kids get great programming. And we have a number of full-time staff and then we supplement that with part-time staff. And uh, what happens is um, each kid has to do, uh, I shouldn't call them kids, but our fabulous young people. (laughs) Has to do a power hour, uh, and that's an hour of homework every day. So nice. that is a requirement. From there, they get the opportunity to um, do dance programs or STEM or arts or music, uh, many of the things that they're interested in, mm-hmm. and they can take to the next level. The thing that is so exciting about Boys and Girls Clubs is there is very little art Uh, in schools anymore. Very little music. We have recording studios in some of our clubs. We have artistic director that goes to various um, uh, clubs and and really works with the kids to a culminating program that we have at the Kennedy Center in December where our kids get to perform with professional musicians. And this year was on the concert uh, hall stage with well over a thousand people in attendance. So we give our kids experiences and that is... Is, um, it's just a meaningful um, place for our young people to go after school each day.
2: Yeah. And at what point did you two get to meet? Um, I the believe.
0: Last year? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I believe.
2: So I think the
1: first time we met was during the Youth of the Year competition where I had to um, give a speech during a luncheon, and I think I met her. When they said that I was the youth ambassador, which mm-hmm. was, I think, the first time. But we've definitely done we've definitely seen a lot of each other yeah, yeah. since then.
2: <laughs> and so do you get to have a lot of contact with, with the youth there at the clubs?
0: Every day. Oh so our, our corporate offices are right next door to a club. Oh. So every afternoon around 3.30 or 4, I see the kids walking down the hill from the school that's right next door. Mm-hmm. And um, also the gym and all of the classes. Classrooms for one of our clubs is right there so most days I get to go next door and really interact with our young people and it mm-hmm. it brings you a lot of joy and reminds you of that mission and mm-hmm. um, so it is uh, probably the the best part of my day
2: absolutely I, I know with a lot of organizations our headquarters and executive offices are so detached from mm-hmm. where the services are actually being provided sure. so the fact that you get to see them on a daily basis and you know get to meet everybody and build relationships with the youth. I'm
0: sure it's just so much more rewarding that way. It, it is. Uh, when I you asked me about this job, when I took this role, I truly expected to enjoy it. I never expected to fall in love with these kids, mm-hmm. but it happened so quickly as with Asha and thousands of others because we serve 20,000 kids a year. Wow. You don't get to know them all. Yeah. But they are all just special young people. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity to um, impact them in a mm-hmm. positive way. So the ones you get to see more often and you really get a chance to know, it is meaningful. You watch them go off to college and then they come back. We actually have several of our college graduates that have come back and work with us now uh, because of the great. impact it had on their life when they were growing up as club kids
2: oh, that's amazing mm-hmm. do you have a um, like alumni programs too
0: to we, keep in contact but we have um, we don't have a, a structured alumni program but we are working on that yeah. but we do have a Hall of Fame program so if anyone out there is listening uh-huh. and they are alumni of the Boys and Girls Clubs they should get in contact with us because we would love to keep in touch with yeah. our alumni and meet them and find out how they're doing uh, one of our uh, young alumni is is, uh, right now, he's a junior at Yale. Okay. He is the first African American student body president in Yale with their 300 plus year history. Oh my gosh. So, our kids do amazing amazing things, yeah. and uh, we want to hear from them.
2: Absolutely. Okay, so if there is um, alumni out there mm-hmm. listening,
0: um, yes. how do they get involved in the Hall of Fame program? Well, they can reach out to Candace at Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington. They can come okay. to our website, um, bgcgw.org. Mm-hmm. And uh, just reach out to us. We are easy to find. We have 15 locations in the DMV. <laughs>
2: That's amazing. Okay, and Asha, what is it like for you to hear about other kids who are at the Boys and Girls Clubs go off and go to college and, and have these meaningful roles in their lives? What's it like for you to hear?
1: I think it's really meaningful to me just because I know that there is something out there for me. it's not just like sometimes you hear a lot of nice words and you're like oh Mm -hmm. yay but to know that there are people who have been through this program and who have who have gone through the same things that I've gone through who are able to go out into the world and like really make something of themselves to see that Mm -hmm. is really what helps to allow me to drive myself but also for me to say to other kids like you see them they're doing wonderful things too like we can we can all be wonderful people we just have to put our minds to it
2: yeah and the the fact that they came from the same communities that yeah you did I know Mm -hmm. that that was really impactful for me to see not just some theoretically other person out there, yeah. but someone from my own neighborhood out there doing amazing things. Yeah. That Boys and Girls Club is a really impactful. good space to kind of just see those mentors and see those, those role models. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Okay, so I hear that there's a lot of different programs. Yes. Number one, how do you feel about that first power hour? I didn't like it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean... Looking In hindsight, it's very important, but sitting a fourth grader down and telling them that they have to do their homework was not exactly fun. (laughs) Uh, Granted, I definitely do enjoy it now. I enjoy having a space where I am saying, okay, I'm going to sit down and Mm -hmm. I'm going to get this work done because it's due on Friday or it's due tomorrow. And I think it's just a really good space for kids, especially if they need help with homework, Mm -hmm. having
0: staff members who are able to help them through things like that. Oh, that's great. So are there tutors there as well? We do have, in some of our locations, uh, certain days we do have tutors, but we always have staff that are able to help and support. And oftentimes there's an older Mm -hmm. kid or two Mm -hmm. that, uh, (laughs) if you're in 10th, there's somebody in 11th or 12th that had that class. So there is a lot of help for for our young people.
2: That's true, because, I mean, you take that homework home sometimes, and parents are just like, what is this? Yes. (laughs) I don't Mm -hmm. don't know how to do this. And so it's nice that you have a place where you could go and you know that you get tutors or someone who's recently gone through That yeah. program, okay. So outside of the awesome Power Hour, uh, what are some of the other programs that you've been involved in that, that you really enjoyed? I think the most influential
1: for me—they call it Drama Matters now. It wasn't called that when I did it, uh-huh. but. Um it was, it started off as a tap dancing program. They do have mm-hmm. dance, which my sister's in, and she absolutely adores it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she started off with a tap dancing program, mm-hmm. and the person who ran that was an acting major. She was majoring in acting in college, and mm-hmm. so she then um, started off a drama program at the club. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was the most impactful for me because it was really a space for me to kind of get out of my shell and like express myself with people who express themselves <laughs> similar to me. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, we have fearless girls. Which is really just a space where they're like teaching us about women and like you know just about how to navigate through life as a female and like what that means yeah. and just kind of so you're not in it alone. Mm-hmm. My sister's in a, most of these programs now. Um, And just to see how it changed me, but also see how it impacts people who are close to me and other young, um, young
2: women. Yeah. So programs. How big is is that program? program I think it's in all of the
1: boys and girls clubs, Mm -hmm. but it really depends on um, the size of your club. Mm -hmm. So there are a good 20 young women, young girls, elementary school girls, middle school girls in it who are um, in it right now in my club. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so it's really important. Just to see the impact. Yeah. You know, there's some things where, like, you know that impact's happening, Mm -hmm. but to be able to see it, like, I see it in my sister. I see the changes that are happening, just the more confidence Mm -hmm. and things like that. And uh, programs, like drama programs and art programs. But then, Fearless Girls are like, they're programs that are empowering young women and empowering our young people
2: these days, which is really, really important. Yeah. I wish I would have had something like that growing Mm up. And are those programs, um, like, structured where you have, a certain topic you're talking about or does sometimes the agenda gets thrown out the window because there's something major going on you know yeah. in in the community or um, how's it typically when go? i experience it and you know
1: sitting in with classes that are happening now there is a program but then there's also like if the girls are requesting they want to talk about this they want to talk about that mm-hmm. the the uh, staff is always open to those kinds of conversations because those are the conversations that are important it's about yeah. what's
2: relevant in young
1: people's lives.
2: Yeah. I mean these things don't happen in a vacuum, right? I mean like stuff is going on, the first thing that comes to mind is like the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Um and I, you know, work with youth that where it's impacting them as well. You know, so it's not just something that's happening out there in Uh adult or on the hill um world, but something that you're very much exposed to as well, the youth and trying to make sense of all that on your own is really tough. So it's nice that you have a space is that the type of stuff that you talk about in your yeah, group
1: as well? Yeah, it really is. Again, it depends on, like, what's going on in the kids' lives. So sometimes it's, I had an argument with my with my friend and we couldn't yeah. figure it out, and some, sometimes it's really big. It's about, like, what's going on in our world, and it's really important that young people nowadays are informed about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but they're getting their information from people that they trust and people that they know yeah. and people um, who aren't just going to try and sway them to kind of... To change or to make or to have negative thoughts, and I think that the Boys and Girls Club does a really, really great job of just hiring people who are there for the kids and who really love to be around children and who are willing to. Um, to have these kinds of conversations mm-hmm. and not only have conversations but to start to take those conversations outside of just the room. so we have a torch club program where it's like mm-hmm. it's um it's community service and it's really teaching our kids how to be leaders right and that's like that's extremely important these yeah. days because these are the kids that are gonna they're gonna grow up into high schoolers and then college kids and these are the kids that are gonna have to be you know the lawyers and the, and the policemen and mm-hmm. our po- and our politicians. so it's important to start young just teaching them like, what good, Yeah, <laughs> hesitantly, <laughs> like what that really means and what the truth is
2: to you. Right. So the Torch Club as well. So mm-hmm. that teaches leadership uh, yes. skills. Leadership qualities. Okay. And then um, you also mentioned an event where you two got to meet. And and what was it called again? The Youth of the Year Competitions and Things. Youth, <laughs> Youth of the Year Competition. Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell our listeners all about that. Okay,
1: so it starts off in each club um, where you are competing with kids in your clubs to be the youth of the year of your club. And from there, you are the youth of the year um, of your area. So I would be, say I am the youth of the year for Jellif. Mm -hmm. I would then go on to compete with kids from other clubs in the metro area. And then from their state, so I would compete with kids who are youth of the year from Virginia, and then regional, which is East Coast, mm-hmm. and then national. Oh my
2: gosh! Yes, <laughs> and uh, okay. I don't mean to sound crass, but what do you get out of doing all of this, <laughs> um, <laughs> putting yourself through all of that right so, work and competition?
1: <laughs> I know for the nationals, there is a there's a scholarship involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to meet Denzel Washington. You get a car. Get it's sponsored by Disney. If there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things that come out of this, that, but despite that like you really are gaining life skills mm-hmm. you know things like interviewing public speaking just learning how to talk to adults which is It's scary for high schoolers a little Uh bit, just kind of learning how to navigate those kinds of things. But you're really just gaining skills that you can use later in life, which is really important. Wow. And Gabrielle,
2: (laughs) (laughs) my goodness.
0: (laughs) Now you understand why I love the work that I do. Oh, yeah. These young people, I mean, Asha is amazing and special but there are thousands more yeah. yes. in the clubs that are very, very similar mm-hmm. um, young people that have the skills and talents and uh, abilities. And we try to really um, hold them accountable mm-hmm. to to learning and utilizing the resources that we have there so when they, they do go on to college mm-hmm. or, or whatever their plan is, that they utilize these things yeah. and they do help. Um, You know, Asha mentioned that this is going to help her get into college. She wants to go to George Washington here Mm -hmm. locally and be be an attorney. So those things, public speaking, uh, she will be tough in court one day, Uh I'm sure. (laughs) Or as the the president of the United States, as I hear she would like to be. So um, that's what we do at the Boys and Girls Clubs. We ensure a great future for our young people.
2: That's amazing. And what would you say might be some of the challenges that youth experience at the Boys and Girls Club?
0: Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that kids come to us however they come. Yeah. There are no requirements to be a member other than getting to the club, and, and we do pickups, and, and it just being able to get there. There are a lot of things going on in this world today, and to provide that safe place for them, I think bullying mm-hmm. is a really big thing. It's yeah. something that we talk about yeah. quite a bit because of social media. Yeah. Uh, so that is, is something that's, that's really tough for our kids. It's very different now than it was um, before um, the cell phone yeah so I think that is is one that I really point to and we talk about those things Mm -hmm. Um, we have fearless girls smart girls but we have passport to manhood so we have a similar program for our young men so that they can actually um, you know grow into into being men yeah uh, boys to men (laughs) and um, it's this just very strong programming great
2: and how how is that handled within the boys and girls club if if there is a youth who maybe isn't following the guidelines mm-hmm. or I don't know, rules
0: uh, associated with the organization? We we hold young people accountable. Um, You have to, because when you're dealing with 200 kids, if we have one that is um, creating an issue, we certainly speak with the kid and the parents, Mm -hmm. and uh, we fix that situation so that um, it works for everyone.
2: Yeah, and it's definitely... it's it's definitely challenging for community organizations because you want it to keep it a safe space for everyone and at the same time you realize like everyone's coming in with different um, experiences and what they might be exposed to and how do you work with everybody to make sure that everyone's feeling safe and welcome at the same time so that's nice to hear that you try to work with the youth and work with their family and try to get everybody on the same page
0: we we have to I mean these kids face challenges outside and Mm -hmm. if we were not there for them and to try to help them some they may not have anyone else that does and um, I think it's important that we're able to take kids however they come to us Mm -hmm. Um, but then again they must you Mm -hmm. know fit in with the rules and the guidelines that we have also right
2: right what an amazing program and okay so Gabrielle Yes. Um, if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit more about yourself because you have just been rocking this position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are all so appreciative of the work that you do. And and what what helped you get through your, your youth uh, to get to this place where you can now mm-hmm. be the CEO and president of such an amazing organization? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'm, f- I'm from Baltimore, and um, I, as I mentioned, I am a child of educators. Mm. So I grew up in a very wonderful family, always knowing that I would finish school and go to college mm. and um, and then de- decide what was next. And uh, I started off uh, as an engineer, mm. so I have a, a STEM background, wow. <laughs> and, and, and worked for many years in corporate America in various uh, roles. And... Um, made a midlife decision to really dedicate my life to nonprofit work and have done that in the health area and now in youth development. And um, it has been a wonderful career it's been very uh it has not been a straight line. Mm-hmm. It has uh taken uh different turns and twists that I never could have imagined when I was in college. But every uh job that I've had has been helpful and useful to bring me to where I am today. Right. Awesome. Best job ever.
2: This is <laughs> this current one? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, how is how is this current job in comparison to like let's say corporate?
0: Every job has great things about it, so I, I enjoyed those. I worked for Kodak for many years, yeah. and that was wonderful. I've worked for the American Heart Association of Leukemia and Lymphoma and working in heart and cancer and really impacting the health and lives of so many people in, in that way. But when you get to work with young people, mm-hmm. our future, it's just very gratifying. And as you listen to Asha, you understand why uh, we do the work that we do. Um, she's, are you 15 now? Yes. She's 15, (laughs) but when she was 14 when I met her and she has um, just grown and developed from a shy kid to where she is now and Mm -hmm. the pride that we have and all that she's going to do and what she will do in life following this means so much to us. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's just a wonderful feeling to watch her grow and develop.
2: What's that
1: like for you to hear that, Asha? It's... It's exciting to know that I have people who are rooting for me. You know, I just because I want to. There's so much that I want to do and so much impact that I want to make. I'm just really glad that I have amazing people like Miss Gabrielle and my family and also the club staff and club members who are kind, you know rooting for me to do well and and do better. You know.
2: Absolutely, you have a very amazing strong support system. Yes. Well, thank you both for coming here today and for sharing your experiences with us and with our listeners. And um,
0: if anyone wants to join, where should they go? They can come to Boys and Girls Club's website, bgcgw.org, and uh, reach out or give us a call, 202 uh, 540 Two,
2: three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm impressed. You remember the phone number? I don't remember the phone number. We'll also have those hyperlinks on our website as Thank well. You. Aren't they wonderful? Thank you so much for listening to us chat about how awesome the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington is. Visit witandreason.com to get links to the resources we talked about on today's show. You could also go there to get some free health webinars, watch some fun videos, and learn all about our upcoming events. Did you hear something on the show today that you relate to on a personal level? Share your story. Send us your recording on witandreason.com/slash speakup, and we may be able to post it on our Boys and Girls Club show page to help others navigate youth community services. A special thank you to our awesome radio producer, Shane Lewis, our sound engineer Jessica Sturgis, and general manager Max Myrick, and of course the whole DC radio team. And a very, very sincere thank you to Gabrielle Webster, president and CEO of Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington, and Asha, amazing youth ambassador and member of Jellif Boys and Girls Club in Washington, D.C. And of course, thank you all so much for listening. We're doing this for you, so make sure to subscribe, review, leave comments about our show wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Wit and Reason. That's W-I-T-A-N-D, reason. Or you could even follow me at Dr. Alexis Moreno for some behind-the-scenes shots. And, of course, at DC Radio to learn more about our next show. I'm Dr. Alexis Moreno, let's keep the conversation going.